From the Podcast Network at Family Life, this is Married with Benefits, where we're helping couples rediscover the real benefits that come with saying, I do. Today's question deals with something that um, I think I think guys have. I know I have gotten. <laughs> I've struggled with, and I feel cringeworthy moments with. So I'm I'm going to let our husband take it away and ask this question. Hi, I'm Greg, and I've been married for five years. And here's my question: Every Hallmark movie is the same. Why does she still enjoy watching those? <laughs> Every guy, every guy yeah, tell has me. There's, there's a one channel, okay? There's one channel devoted to the same movie. Over and over again. Over and, and over and over again. And there are hundreds of those movies on many different channels, and they all have the same plot. Oh, yeah. Netflix yeah. has gotten it. In fact, we've got a um, uh, one of our producers, Jim, he, he found this Hallmark Christmas movie plot generator. <laughs> have you seen this? <laughs> I hadn't seen this until he found this. John this is a- awesome. Akinson, uh, and we'll put it in the show notes so you can have fun with your bride as well with this. But it's great. It basically has six columns, and there's five options uh, in four of the columns. There's two columns that are exactly the same all the time. doesn't really matter. And you just pick a number from one through five. So, Shantae, I'm going to play this with you. Pick a number okay. one through five. Yes. Um, and, you know, do that four times, and then we're going to make a plot. Okay. Ready? Hallmark plot. Yep. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Uh, two. Mm-hmm. Five. Okay. Three and one. All right. Well, in this Hallmark Christmas movie, uh, you are going to, number two, find a career-oriented woman uh, who is also an early 2000s actor that you forgot about <laughs> who returns to her small town at Christmas time. And then number – let's see. It was number three, three. to stop some corporate closure. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And magically fall in love. And then you said number one, one. with a sensitive guy in plaid. Awesome. And one more plot that always happens is and also the only old man in town might actually be the real Santa Claus. <laughs> so there you go. This is perfect. You Buy can, the numbers. You can have a lot of fun with this. We'll have this in the show notes. But it is uh, it is so true. It, it would be one thing if you show Christmas movies at Christmas time. But this is all year long. All year long. And and I am a little bit different, I have to confess. Yeah. You know, I think I you mentioned told this, me this to you. Yeah. 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 That, um, and Jeff loves this, that I am not a chick flick kind of girl. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not as into these movies. I mean, our daughter Morgan, um, this past Christmas, she was like, you know, mom, can we just snuggle on the couch and watch Pride and Prejudice? And I'm like, uh, there's not enough car chases and explosions yeah. for me. <laughs> like, I am not a chick flick person. But despite saying that, because I am a researcher and because I've sort of investigated this, it turns out there's actually something that's important under running under the surface of this kind of frivolous seeming question. Well, it's a big question. And I am thankful that Jen, she she does like romantic comedies, but she does. I don't, I don't catch her watching Hallmark Channel very often. Now, my mom, anytime I call, there's a good chance she's watching a Hallmark movie. Oh, that's so good. My idea of a great Christmas movie is Die Hard. And so I would Absolutely. like to have the, I would like to have the Die Hard movie plot generator uh, with you know the, with the detective and what he's going to kill and all that kind of stuff. That's my idea of a great Christmas movie. Me too, actually. Yes. But it's not just Hallmark. I mean, you said this is equal opportunity. You got something from Netflix, some tweet. Yeah, I mean, Morgan, my daughter, loves these kinds of movies. And so there was a movie that came out a few years ago called The Christmas Prince. Mm. And so she said, please watch this with me. And so, you know, I did. I watched it with her probably right. – 
two or three times. <laughs> in, in like a week? Yeah. That she just wanted to watch it multiple times. See, I don't get that. And, and I will admit I actually liked this cheesy movie, Netflix, but it's a decent sort of light holiday movie. And um, it came out around Thanksgiving, you okay. know, which a good Christmas movie would, would do. And um, there was a tweet from Netflix that says, to the 53 people who have watched A Christmas Prince every day for the past 18 days, who hurt you? <laughs> Seriously. That's brilliant. I love yes. big data. Yes, I know. They it's know scary that, <laughs> that they're knowing that I'm watching to that level. So seriously, someone's watching what you're watching. And I know our guys, our producers in the back, you guys know Christmas Prince, right? Yeah, I watched it when it came out. Yeah, of course. Okay. Ryan's okay. saying no. Jim, he was barbecuing some meat of some type. <laughs> he had some venison that he was cooking. All right, so guys are sitting here going, okay, is this part of my job description? I mean, do I need to go to the Hallmark Channel? So your job, your job description isn't actually about what you watch with your wives, although that, of course, is a very sweet thing and makes her feel loved as long as you don't fall asleep mm-hmm. too many times. <laughs> now, wait, you're just you keep raising the bar. It's like Sorry. the first bar, I'm turning it on, this, and I'm actually sitting beside you. I've got the popcorn, I've got the coke, but once that runs out, you're saying I can't even go to sleep. Well, you know. Like she would understand maybe, but, you know, try not to. Just try not to. But that's not really your job description, although that's appreciated. Don't get me wrong. Women appreciate that kind of thing. But the real job description is understanding why those movies touch a nerve. Yeah, what what is is it? it? Exactly. What's what's going on in her heart that would even compel that? Yeah, which is something I'm betting most men have never even thought about. Like that that question probably hasn't come up too much in the average guy's mind. Am I, am I wrong about that? No, I think that's probably true. I, you know, and I don't ever question my desire to watch, you know. Die like Hard. Die Hard or anytime a Marvel movie's on TNT, it's like suddenly it's like an eye magnet. And I just got to stop. And so for me, it makes me think, well, what is it about me? Testosterone. Yeah. It's stimulating something. Mm-hmm. It's like making you feel, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's time for good. me to accomplish something. Yeah. Since I can't, exactly. you know. Throw a um, a shield like Chris Captain Evans America. Captain absolutely, America, I can at least pretend for just a second in my mind. It's sort of you're vicariously putting mm-hmm. yourself in the position of that superhero, of right. that guy that can defend the defenseless, and he's this great man. And yeah, yeah you're vicariously in that mm-hmm. position. Well, guess what? So is your wife. What is vicariously being stimulated in her? What is it that she's loving? And, you know, this is not all women like, you know, me. I'd actually kind of watch the Marvel movie instead of A Christmas Prince if I had the choice. But there is something very important, which is underneath the surface, this actually ties back to something we referenced the very first episode, actually, mm-hmm. of the of the season, which is there's an underground kind of insecurity or vulnerability, right. a question in your wife's heart that you probably don't know is there. And it's essentially when you say, I do, you think that's the end of the story. Exactly. When she says, I do, and then every day after that for the rest of your lives, the question in her heart is, do you? Wow. Do you really? Do you, do you still? And it's because you two probably, if you're like most men and most women, which not everybody will be, but most – she has a very different vulnerability than you do. Your vulnerability, which we've mentioned before, is am I any good? 
at what I do. Am I the superhero? Right. right. Am could I, I be? Could I be? Mm-hmm. Am I capable of doing these things that I set myself to do? Whether it's, you know, throwing the shield like that or whether it's cleaning the kitchen correctly, right? Mm-hmm. Can I do this? Can I make my wife happy? And for her, what's under the surface is a very, very deep doubt about whether she's actually lovable, whether she's actually worthy of your love. And that is a deep, deep subconscious question. And that is what is being triggered by these movies. I was thinking about, we talked about in a previous episode about um, why does she always want to talk at 11 o'clock at night yes. and the whole open windows concept. And just how, as us as guys, we have one window open at a time. And there's something about when we say I do, we close that window. Oh, that's a good way of putting it. And yes, a, you do. There is that. Kind moment. of permanently. Right. right. Which is sad, but that's just kind of, we we wooed the woman. We came to the finish line. We said I do. And now we always will. Yes, absolutely. And women don't, it's not only that they don't believe that because it's not a logical thing. It is that they absolutely don't feel that because of our own vulnerability, our own question. Like I am so not enough to keep this amazing man. I am so not enough. Why would anyone love me? It doesn't make sense for somebody like this to love me. There was a great comment. We put this in the end of uh, For Men Only, and we were trying to help, you know, men understand the inner life of their wife. And, you know, there was one comment that we got on the survey from a woman who said, I'm convinced, you know, that he's going to wake up one day and jump over the mound of unwashed clothes and run out the door (laughs) because he's going to wake up and go, why am I married to her? And there is something inside every woman that kind of feels that way. And those movies, those romance movies, the Hallmark movies, the Christmas Prince, you know, all of those things, the reason those hit your wife is that they all have that one plot and here's what the one plot does. It's not about the guy in plaid. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's or, not he's, a, or he's some lumberjack or he, he builds – he makes his own rocking chairs. Like, yes, you know, or he's a prince. And he has some type of an English <laughs> – European accent. Of course. Right. Of some Of some sort. Mm-hmm. It's not about that, which is – I think where guys kind of say, well, I'm not a prince. Like that's never going to happen. Here's the plot and here's what it triggers. All of those plots are boy meets girl. Right. Boy and girl fall in love. And then – something goes wrong. There's some misunderstanding. There's Mm -hmm. some miscommunication. Somebody overheard something that someone said and it was a, he doesn't love me. Mm -hmm. And the girl goes weeping away and she never has to turn to him and go, come after me. Yeah. Intuitively, he just knows. Intuitively, this guy He loves her so much, he's not going to let her get away. And he pursues her and brings her back. And in so doing, as she's running out the door or running onto the airplane or running through the field or whatever the plot is, as she is running away, he is running towards her to pull her back because he cares so much about her. And in so doing, proves to her that she is lovable and she is worthy of being loved, that he's not going to let her get away. And that is the feeling 
that is being triggered in yeah. the heart of your wife? I mean, it, in one sense, and I hesitate to even say it like this. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my producers are probably going to say, don't even, don't even go no, here. No, I want to hear what you're going to say. Well, it almost feels like wife porn. Not almost. It absolutely is wife porn. There's no question. This is the reason that erotica Mm -hmm. and this is the reason that romance novels have arisen as an actual problem for women. I've written some blogs about this because that is the feeling that's being stimulated. You know, we talk in another episode about the fact that I'm so sorry. It's not like she's visually stimulated (laughs) the same way you are. Sure. But she sure is emotionally stimulated. And this is an incredibly powerful feeling and it can become addictive and it becomes very dangerous. This is one of the reasons we talked about this in Questions Every Wife is Asking season of why doesn't my life look anything like these Hallmark movies? Mm -hmm. You know, why doesn't my husband chase after me? Why doesn't he pursue me? And that can become a very dangerous dissatisfaction, just like it can become a very dangerous thing if you as a husband let yourself expect what you see in those images on the television screen or in pornography. If you expect that, you can become dissatisfied. And those two things are different in cause because one is visual, one is emotional, but they're each stimulating what is sort of being needed, this deep hole that's needing to be filled. It's just being filled with the wrong things. And so that's why it's so important that you think back to, okay, why did God bring us together as a couple, that there is something that we have a unique opportunity to fill that need. Not that we can't fill the needs of all of the heart needs. I mean, ultimately, God is the one that's going to truly satisfy us. Yes, of course. But he puts somebody in our life that has a unique opportunity and power. I think that's one thing I've appreciated about how we've talked about this is that you as a husband have the power to fill a significant need in your wife's heart. I don't think it's any mistake that when Paul's writing Ephesians 5 and he sits down, he's, he's talking both to the husbands and to the wives, that to the husbands, he uses very unique language that he doesn't use to the wives. Very much so. You know, he, he says— He says, love your wife. Love your wife. Yeah. And to the wife, respect your husband. But even more so goes into detail. What does that love look like? Nourishing and cherishing. Both of those verbs are in the what's called the present tense, which in Greek, it just it basically means this is something ongoing. Yeah. Like there is an ongoing cherishing. There is an ongoing nourishing. Why does Paul have to say that to a husband? Because she wants to be pursued, cared for constantly. And it's because she has a constant question. Now, you as a guy, you're like, what? Like, that just doesn't make any sense. Just remember two different insecurities. You have that insecurity of, am I any good? Do I have mm-hmm. what it takes? Do I measure up? That's your question. For her, just remember, that's not her question. Yeah. Her question is, Am I lovable? And in marriage, it's really, does he still love me? Like, is he glad he married me? And the key is she is subconsciously, this isn't necessarily a conscious thing, subconsciously, your wife is asking herself that question every single day. And she's looking for the answer to that question, which only you can answer really in the way she needs, she's looking for the answer every single day. And that is what pursuit is. Yeah. So 
two things that I'm feeling right now. Number one, I could see some spies, women that are listening to this <laughs> going, are you calling the Hallmark Channel like a porn channel? Are you saying it's equivalent to that? And so there's – and then the Hallmark might just ban our podcast. It's like, you know, just <laughs> boycott our podcast. <laughs> That's not exactly what we're saying. Well, let me just chime in here for just a second. No, of course that's not exactly what we're saying. However, if you as a a woman who are listening to this, if you recognize that you are using those movies to get something filled in your heart and that it's something that is – if you think about not watching those movies for a while, if you kind of get jittery Mm -hmm. about that, then maybe you are using it in a way that is – something that God is supposed to fill, not that that is supposed to fill. And maybe there's some conversations that you need to have with your husband about why this is such a hold on you. Right. So that's the first feeling. And the answer to that, great. Second feeling that I'm feeling is the guy going, okay, I don't wear plaid and I haven't worked out great. <laughs> I don't wear a lot of product and I don't make a rocking chair with wood that I've just cut down from this cedar that fell down on the back and make hot chocolate at the right time. And Take my wife ice skating and – like do I have to do all of that for it to equal pursuit? No. So we tell guys at our marriage conferences, we always tell the men – and this is usually Jeff talking to the guys the same way that you know I'm talking to the women. Everybody hears everything but it helps sometimes I think for you men to hear this from another dude. Absolutely. You know? and, and Jeff always tells the guys, you already know how to do pursuit. It's what you did when you were dating. Hmm. And we get the most hilarious expressions from the men. I mean, just recently we were doing an event and a guy came up to Jeff and goes, that was exhausting. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I got married so I could stop doing that stuff. Right. That window has shut down. And, and I've got a mortgage now. Like, mm-hmm. I got a job. Got a lot of other windows do, open up. How do I do that? And here's what we always tell the men, and I'll, I'll share this with you guys, is what you did when you were dating, what we're not we're not talking about like the activities you arranged. We're not talking about taking or ice skating. Like, mm-hmm. okay, that's good. It's not like that's bad, but that's not what we mean. We're talking about the message of pursuit that you were sending her every day. The message of I'm choosing you all over again today. I'm choosing you today and again today. And you can send your wife who needs that message every day. You can send her that message by reaching across and taking her hand when you're walking across a parking lot. That says, I'm so glad I married you. Or you're sitting together at church and you put your arm around her in church. That says, you're mine. I still love you. Or, you know, we talked earlier about in another episode about sending your wife a text message. Literally just, you know, two or three lines that says, I was just thinking about What an incredible wife you are. I'm just so grateful we met, you know, 12 years ago. Whatever it is, she will screenshot the text message because it's – there it is, proof, proof. Proof of pursuit. Proof. That guy loves me. I am lovable. And that is pursuit, guys. And rather than – and here's something that I'm challenging myself um, and our producer Jim just sent me this note. When I'm watching Hallmark, instead of the eye roll – which is what I typically do because <laughs> I'm like, nobody does that. Come on. Um, it's more, can I learn from that? Okay. Mm. Maybe I take one tip from that. Take That'd be the challenge. Take one tip from a Hallmark movie and maybe do it. Just like we challenged wives in season one about take your tips from ESPN. Like show yeah. them the highlights quick yeah. and then, then, then start getting into your conversation. Tell them the bottom line right, quick Give me the bottom first. line first yeah. and then signal to me that the conversation will end soon. Like give me the dun 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 
And so same thing here. As you're watching, as you're roped into watching one of those Hallmark channels and you're going, I'm, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to love my wife well and then say, okay, what are, the, what are one or two things I'm going to walk away here doing? You know, and ask her if you're confused or if you have a yeah. question, like, does this tug on you? Like, or if you're a little nervous, like, you, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know how to have that conversation. Sit there with your wife. Put your hand on her knee. Yeah. Just put your hand on her knee as you're sitting there watching. It really comes down to nourishing and cherishing. If we love our wives like Christ loves the church, there's a sense of how do I meet that deep need? And that's really what you're bringing up is the deep need of, and I, and I love the way you said it, does he love me today? Yeah. And the guys are thinking, of course she knows the answer to that. No, she doesn't. She needs to hear it. She needs to hear you say it and to see you signal it Mm -hmm. with these little things. Again, you do not need to spend the money to go out to a candlelight dinner. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's fine. But she needs, like her heart and her soul need to know the answer to that question Am I lovable to him today? Yeah. Just like you want to hear, just like I want to hear, does she think I'm strong? Does she think I still have it? Am I still worth it? Do I have what it takes? Yeah. If I just think of that, every time I think of that, I need to think my wife has the same insecurity. It's just different. Here's an example. How would you feel if you were like you had spent the weekend doing honeydew projects? You know, you fix the light fixture and you fix something on your driveway that had been falling apart and you power wash the back deck. Mm-hmm. You spent, you know, you spent all the time. you're speaking you're, my love language, yeah, power washing. Yeah, you and did, you did all this stuff. And your wife was out with friends or she was visiting somebody or whatever. She was gone. And she drives into the driveway and just goes about her day. How do you sort of feel a little bit? There's a little bit of a, you did, she you, didn't notice. Didn't she see that? She didn't notice. Yeah. Did I, I guess I didn't do good. You right. Know? As opposed to, imagine she drives in the driveway she gets out of the car and goes, oh, my gosh, you fixed the driveway. That that was driving me nuts. Thank mm-hmm. you. And then she goes in the kitchen. She's doing stuff. She goes, the deck looks awesome. Oh, it looks awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. And that just – that feels good to you as a guy. I'm assuming, oh, yeah. you know, most for most men statistically, yeah, that's – thank we, you. It's been scientifically proven we need applause. Well, it has been in our right. studies too, mm-hmm. in our surveys. And so that is because that's your question. Yeah. Did I do good? Am I good at what I do? And hers is, he's not happy with me. And it makes this difference. You're sitting together on the couch. Maybe you're even sitting together on the couch watching football, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that, maybe you're, and whatever you it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. Oh, okay. That's a different thing. That's a different podcast. But you're sitting there on the couch together and you grab the blanket and you put it over both of you and you put your arm around her. Mm -hmm. And that is the equivalent of her saying, you power washed the deck. Thank you. I do really means do you still. Yes, it does. It's every and it's every day, and that's why you know one of the things we've been talking about during the season. I do every day the email that Family Life put together. Yes, is a, which is so good. That'd be another way of showing pursuit. Yes. It's a different way. It's a spiritual pursuit, but it's a sense of hey, I care about your soul. I care about your heart, and I want to do this together. And so that can be delivered right to your email box. You get it every day. Your wife can get it every day, and just have a conversation. Hey, did you read that? What'd you think of that? Us as husbands, we need to get back to the fine art of asking good questions. And just, do you feel pursued? And if not, how can I help you show that? And, you know, a wife isn't going to necessarily know what pursuit Mm -hmm. means any more than a husband will. But 
for her, it might be, you know, honey, am I showing you how much I love you every day? I just, I adore you. I just want to make sure that you feel it. And one of the things we found is your wife is your best consultant on what those little things are that are going to matter to her. Like maybe for her, it's not snuggling under a blanket Mm -hmm. watching television together. Maybe for her, it is the text message. You know, maybe for her, it's something completely different, but you won't know unless you say, what are those little things? You know, not necessarily the big ones that you don't do every day, but the little things. And it will change in seasons, right? It's like, it could change every six months, maybe more. Well, yeah, but you're never going to go wrong. Mm -hmm. With any of these, like it's never a bad thing to put your arm around her in church. Yeah. Like that's never going to be a bad thing. Right. But it's great to ask those questions. And maybe the question is, honey, do you feel the depth of my love? Do you sense it? Is it there? And if not, how can I show it? So I like that your wife is your best consultant on helping her fill her emotional needs. Shanti, you you talk a lot about this in For Men Only. Yeah. Jeff and I did a lot of research on what are these things. Yeah. Yep. And so highly recommend that. You can get that uh, I do every day at familylife.com slash I do. And that can be sent right to your email box. And there's great things in our show notes. Anything that we talk about that we reference, even that Hallmark Christmas movie plot generator. You're going to be able to find in the show notes was important. That'd be a great way to even have this conversation. Like do that and then say, hey, let's talk about this. Well, as I wrap up, I just want to let you know that we actually answered a similar question from wives last season. We talked about that on Married with Benefits. Why doesn't my marriage look like anything like a Hallmark movie? Uh, Be great to listen with your wife. Listen to both of these and have a conversation. Go out on a date night. Uh, You can find that episode at familylife.com slash MWB to learn why Hallmark movie glitz is not God's design, but how it can actually help you love the real spouse you're with. Thanks to all those who have been subscribing to our podcast. We really do appreciate your support. And here at Family Life, we're passionate about drawing couples together in a world that's often pulling you apart. Shanti, it's great being with you, as always. Always. and I, want I love to, helping these husbands. And I, I do, too. And I love uh, our team. I want to give special thanks to our audio producer, CJ3, who started the group, HusbandsForHallmarkMovies.com. And you're going to be able to find that out there. No, it doesn't exist. But, and, you know, you keep saying our producer, CJ3, and his name is actually James. Like, everybody listening to this is probably like, who is this person? James Youngblood. He's awesome. He is. But every guy wants to have a nickname. So that's why I'm, you know, I'm okay. throwing his nickname yes. out. But yes, his name is James Youngblood. Great guy. And Jim and Ryan, they're in the back. Uh, we appreciate them helping us out and making this as easy as possible. Shanti, what are we going to do next time on this podcast? We are going to help husbands understand what to do when their wife starts crying. And they have no idea what to do with all these tears. It's like kryptonite. You know, it totally paralyzes guys. Oh, we've got the answer for you, men. Okay. Well, I hope you can join us for that. I'm Brian Goins. Thanks for listening. Mm 